Well, hello folks, it's it's your old buddy Robert Berry. I, I hope your uh, life is finding you well. It's finding me well, and it's um, been a while since we spoke last, and we, we kind of have a, a, uh, a potluck of fun, as they say at Hometown Buffet before. Which, by the way, Hometown Buffet, if you ever wanted to see uh, the biggest uh, collection of human wreckage, it's like, you know, like the Island of Misfit Toys? Uh, hometown buffets like that, but with uh, people. There's too many buffets in this country of ours, uh, I will agree. Except for Jimmy Buffet. I like that guy's music. Margaritaville. Good song. The year is 2008. It's the 7th of May. Happy belated Cinco de Mayo. Dos happy birthday to us. Dos days. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday to us. It's our yes. second birthday. We're starting our third year. Our and third year wasting away on the North Coast. I'm Schmo. Greg. And Mickey. It's just a trio today. Texas Mike is Florida Mike this week. Yep. He hasn't been is... relocated. He's just on vacation. Yeah. And uh, the golfing was rained out today, so... But it's we're a smaller, the podcast the smaller contingent than usual, and the bikers were here since it's the, it's the first Wednesday of the month. But we went, we ah, God, I'm so dry. If only I had a beer. <laughs> we uh, we uh, sneaked out to the deck to record a little mini podcast just to keep things moving, just to offer up something for the beginning of May. Well, as any followers will know, we have trouble with the first Wednesday of the month because there's a motorcycle gang in here, and we don't cause any problems. That's right. Especially now that we found out that they're actually cops. <laughs> Bunch yeah, of long-haired hippie cops we have in this area, I swear. And last week was a Drano party, we found out. And Drano is the Downriver Alcoholic and Narcotics Organization. Or oh, no wonder they were all getting liquored up. Yeah. Yeah. But that's Downriver being a section of the North Coast. Yes. Yeah, everybody thinks that Downriver is... Uh... Is a pejorative term, but it's just geographical. We're <laughs> downriver of Detroit. That's, right. you know, that's all there is to it. So what happens is golf gets rained out. We show up, drink a lot more Landshark Lager than usual. Yeah, because we're starting earlier than usual. And uh, did we want to talk about the gospel from the coast? Or no. We don't have any gospel from no. the coast this week. Um, Everybody knows what's going yeah, on. Yeah, well, the, the big news is that Jimmy finished the first leg of the tour, and instead of... Uh, Continuing to discuss the differences in the uh, in the set list, I figured I'd just provide a little audio montage of the first two shows of the tour. And these are not the... Uh, well, actually, it's not the, the first two. It's the second and third show of the tour, since we talked about the first one, the Houston show. So it's just a little look back at the St. Louis and Dallas shows, some of the highlights, parts where Jimmy was especially funny and where he dropped the F-bomb, because you know I always enjoy when he drops the F-bomb. So do I. Hello, St. Louis. How you doing? The year of still being here. We're glad to be back. Only took eight years. Oh, and uh, Bob, I, fi- I fired all those guys. They're not in the band anymore. <laughs> so if you're looking for Pete, Roger, and Jim. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't have time on your hands. Yeah, they're playing with Kenny Chesney. All right. Okay. Have a great show tonight, Jimmy. Uh, Just here. kidding, Don. I want to see that on the internet. Okay. I went to the movies the other night, and I saw uh, Saving Sarah Ferguson and... Uh, Reminded me of a song that I wrote in Hawaii a long time ago. Um, well, here's a little song. We're going to take you over there and uh, get you in the mood if you follow our map. Oh, shit, Hawaii's not on the map. 
What happened? No, I... Sid, perhaps we could borrow a Sharpie from someone and put a couple of dots up there. Oh! Don't look at me like that. I thought Just the original Coral Reefer band now. Watch out. I live on a big round ball. I never do dream I may fall. Oops. I have to get my pointer out because I don't know what happened when we did the backdrop, but some islands are missing. Maybe it's the global warming map, I don't know. But anyway. Fins to the left. Fins to the right. Hey, wait, this is not hard. Some of you are doing this wrong. And this is real fucking easy. Left. Right. Feedy <laughs> prison in Frisco on a Saturday. Is there something else to do it? I'd be doing if I could. No. <laughs> Jimmy at his best again. A more looser. That's the wrong English, but but hey, he's been more looser on this tour, and I like it. It's uh, pretty obvious that the the tour is kind of fit into place. He plays the uh, the same three or four songs to begin with. And uh, actually, looking back at the shows that, that we just featured, the uh, set list was pretty much the same for the first 16 songs. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and then the only difference with the songs immediately after that were that they were just kind of flip-flopped. The thing that popped out at me was... All no of a sudden, no why don't we get drunk and screw joined up again? Yeah, he brought that back, and I didn't think I didn't see that coming at all. And uh, and I I have to admit that I liked it. I was never one of the ones that was that was dead set against why don't we get drunk and screw. I didn't really mind it. I I always thought it was kind of funny to see everybody in the crowd singing that, especially if there happened to be a hot girl in your row. So you know, I I really was not one of the ones that was that was praying for that song to leave the set list. And I, I did, I did enjoy the way he would constantly try and rework the song, you know, do like a big band version one year and then a Hawaiian version the next year. And but I can see why people got kind of tired of it because it turned into such a production number. So I thought it was kind of cool. This year he's just doing it as just a flat out solo song. Okay, I haven't been able to listen to it. I mean, so I didn't oh, know for sure. Oh, yeah, well, and it's uh, it it. It seems even raunchier when he just does it directly to the crowd, you instead know, of like the hell f the full band going into it. I never begged for it to leave the set list. I never really thought that was an option. It just that it was nice. Yeah, I, well, I realized how nice it was when it did leave the set list. Yeah, well, yeah, I can I can see that too. But it's it's not one of the songs that I was really begging him to to not play. There are some other songs that that I was begging him not to play, but he still plays. Any other? things that stick out I can't remember well Cowboy in the I'm Jungle looking. came back yeah it came back but no, not every show but it's not every it, show but it's a, it's a full band version of Cowboy yeah, in the right, Jungle yeah. and they they kind of uh, sped it up 
It's it's more up tempo and it's a, it's the full band doing it. And I was uh, I was thinking that Greg might might object to it being a purist of Cowboy in the Jungle. <laughs> but what was what was your reaction? I you liked heard? it. It was very good. The arrangement seemed to be uh, refreshing. I guess as far as hearing the song, um, just with the realization that you can't hear a studio version song live at a concert. So, but he really, I mean, he, he made it. The arrangement really helped out. With uh, now, what am I trying to say here? It, it was really refreshing, basically. Refreshing. Great. See so all previous episodes for Greg's connection to Cowboy Ninja. Because <laughs> it, it's kind of weird that I missed the the premiere of Cowboy in the Jungle on the second show, but I heard it on the third show. And when I did hear it, it's like, oh wow! I wonder what Greg's going to think of this because it's one of your favorite songs. Yep. So. Uh, it's neat that uh, that you didn't mind it, and it, it falls into what what Schmo was saying the uh, in the last show where he was he was begging for Jimmy if he's gonna c- keep playing the same songs you know by heart to at least you know revamp them and and make them different. I'd rather change. I think yeah, we'd rather. I'd rather. Have and he's kind of done that, adding covers for no reason. Yeah, he's done I mean, that. I mean, miss you so badly is. Doesn't sound the same, and uh, trying to reason with Hurricane Season doesn't th- no. sound the same, and, and Cowboy in the Jungle doesn't sound the same. And that was my uh, personal favorite. That trying to reason with Hurricane Season, doing it different, but it's a say, it's a song that he wrote, and it has a history, a long history, a long time ago. You could probably do Banana Republic's a little different too. I'm just thinking, but you well, could do anything. Man. I like that song. That kind of feeds into uh, section two of the podcast. The, the songs we would like him to play. Yeah, the songs we'd like him to play, the way we'd like him to play, the weather during when he's playing, I don't know. But we've been, we're talking, <laughs> our next project is... And uh, now rain. Yeah. Our next project is to come up with a, a dream concert, a dream set list, an ultimate concert, a fantasy concert, something like that. Mm-hmm. Buffalo World touched on this, but... Listener, it was more of a prediction. Listener Ed sent us the uh, email about this, uh, I think, back in 1998, <laughs> I think, when when I first got the email, but I didn't bother printing it out till <laughs> yeah. like, last week. <laughs> yeah, Listener Ed has tried a couple times, and our Listener Ed has given us this idea that we're all going to come up with our dream concerts and slowly talk about them mm-hmm. instead of in one boring... Piece. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna focus on one or two of our fantasy set lists over the next couple weeks. We're not gonna do one tonight because we're in the dark out on the patio and there aren't any lights or anything. Then uh, let's ask everybody else to send in their dream set lists. And I mean, think. Oh, I don't think you can go wrong. There's no wrong answers here, right? Not just the set list. Well, but if you want to come up with where he's, what band, what arrangement. Uh-huh. Is playing what band members are playing? Yeah, you can even song. bring back coral reefers that haven't been in the band for for years and years. You could bring back that them too, since it's a fantasy set list. I thought but Scott I said he them. mentioned something, and it's his it's his list. But what a uh, a realistic concert, though, if it was a dream concert, what it would be like. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, he would play the standard eight or yep. whatever, and then you know. Pepper in the rest of what your favorites would be. We, we've got a set list from Scott, but he's uh, he didn't show up tonight, and he also left too early last week. So uh, Scott's uh, set list is in wingding form. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> just for. <freaking. laughs> 
Only for only for Greg <laughs> though, for some <laughs> reason. Went through three socks. I don't know. I don't know how you and had then words. I got it was chicken. It was chicken tender. Chicken tender. Oh, fight. don't get me going on chicken tenders. <laughs> I had to calm Greg down earlier today when his chicken tenders weren't just tender enough. They look like gnarls of like like tree stumps. All gnarled up. Gnarls of tree stumps. You, you paint such a picture. The modern day Robert Frost. <laughs> tree stumps all gnarled up. The coating was like too thick. And they weren't flat. <laughs> they weren't, I don't even know like, if it was chicken. Like the and then chick. we all snap our fingers when, when he's all done with his poem. Here outside in the natural theater of the of the bar deck patio. I mean Joe's primetime. Freshly stained patio. Freshly hey, we saw stained. Joe today. Should yeah, we, we saw Joe. Joe of Joe's primetime uh, is a Jimmy Buffett fan. He's trying to score some tickets through his Budweiser distributor. Since that's the Landshark guy, and uh, the poor guy, uh, we hope he gets better soon. He's in a wheelchair because he broke his pelvis in half. Ouch! Falling off the roof of the bar, trying to fix this place up. Yep, he was doing some work on the roof, and they warned him that it was that he shouldn't go up there. And he said, "Nah, it's all right." And he went up there, and he slid right off. <laughs> what could fell happen? off the roof? <laughs> I can't go on the roof just because it's I can't go that high. And period. And he broke his pelvis in half. Oh. Once your feet get over your head, you said that your knees start shaking. I don't know. Once my face so, uh, makes the roof of the first floor, makes the ceiling of the first floor, yeah. I can't go any higher. That's my So, uh, <laughs> but he was, he, he is out and about. He was here earlier in the bar um, in a wheelchair. and uh, With his new baby. I oh, don't really? Know, did yeah. we talk about his pregnant wife? I, in didn't, the podcast I didn't know from, that myself. Gene? In previous podcasts, I'm not sure. And, uh. He had a new baby in the bar. He's got to take care of the bar, and he's got this pelvis problem. And geez, he's actually got a screw in his ass. He's got a screw in the ass. I was wondering if we were going to bring that up or not. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad because he doesn't deserve that, but yeah. he did. He got screwed in the ass. Literally, <laughs> literally screwed in the ass with a screw. He's, he's not happy about it. Believe me, he's got a plate in the front too. So, but everybody knows now that that Joe's been screwed in the ass. <laughs> He told us himself. And he did not enjoy it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was hard Plus, to I want more down. than just a set list. Yeah, I mean, anything you could come up with. Where, uh, you know, what the tailgate was like, what, what you drank before the like. show, you know? Yeah, what the t-shirts looked like, what the heck. Whatever you want. I don't, you don't know about to. that, jeez. You don't have to. <laughs> that's too much work. That's that's like setting up the like roller coaster tycoon if you're going to design the t-shirts. <laughs> no, no, I mean, you don't have to, but if you want to, you can. I wouldn't expect you to do all those things. That's the next video game. You plan your Buffett concert. You have to do the tailgate, the concert, and then you get to shoot the uh, the people mining the parking lot. What about really, wasting? You can run them down and then back over them a couple of times. One of the things is your dream concert. Another one you review <laughs> review albums. If, if, if you do things correctly, then you unlock other albums. And you can stab the people that are beer. keeping you from you sitting in the pavilion. <laughs> yeah, you get beer. You get tequila. Yeah, you get really drunk, and then you can stab the people that are keeping you from sitting in pavilion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wastely in the North Coast. It just two. writes itself. No, four. Come on. Stay with the program. Creative ways of <laughs> scalping one pavilion ticket. 
Oh yeah, that's like a side game ticket. too. You have to scalp your ticket and and, and get a, somehow wheeze your way into the front row in front of Steve oh, Mariucci and Bill Lambeer. <laughs> <laughs> that would be one of the one of the that would be one of the tricks. <laughs> you have to use a cheat code to do that. See if Buffett will high five you from the stage. <laughs> and if he doesn't, you can just shoot him with your rocket propelled grenade. <laughs> See how many frags you can get. All right, so that, hey, that's our new challenge because we're running out of albums to review. <laughs> oh, don't admit that. Well, Jim's got to make more. But he, I have enjoyed what I've heard of the live shows so far, and I'm going to listen to them all, I swear. It would make for a good walk. <laughs> Mostly because the walk takes me out of the house. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> oh, that was always true. So that's it. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Well, yeah, happy birthday to us. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to summarize for some reason. It's a definitely oh. shorter show this time just because there's hardly anybody here. And But we uh, we did want to put something up on the feed just to, just to just so we didn't fall too far behind. Yeah, one month, to, about a month to our show here in the North Coast at Pine Up. Oh, Maybe, yeah. About a month, a little more than a month. We had a new waitress today. Yeah, I was just going to say maybe she's we just coming to mention the uh, join us. The female voice in the joke was Jen. Well, no, waitress. because it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> oh. I was trying to work myself up to that. Okay, well, <laughs> hey, here comes our new waitress, Jen. I, I didn't say the female voice. I, I didn't make it up past tense. I said, yeah, yeah you, you did. did. <laughs> yes. Well, it depends on what your definition of was was. <laughs> I didn't hear myself say was. If only I had that talent. <laughs> You want to be the narrator or the guy? It's cute. I'll be the narrator. Okay. In a bar, a guy spots a nice-looking chick, goes up to her, and starts small talk. Seeing that she didn't back off, he asked her name. Carmen. That's a nice name. He said, warming up the conversation. Who named you? Your mother? No, I named myself. Well, that's interesting. Why Carmen? Because I like cars and I like men. Then she seductively looked directly into his eyes and asked... What's your name? Beer sex? <laughs> <laughs> okay.